skip myself today. You got a fast song. I want to skip it anyway. Might as well skip. Might as well skip. Go on to skip. Might as well skip. Alright, welcome to the Skippables Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Gio Trumpetazzi. This is the show where we listen to the world's best bands and find their worst songs. I am back with my co-host, Josh Lopez. What is up, Josh? Rev it up. Woo! What's up, everybody? Nostalgia train coming through. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome one and all. And uh, we have, uh, coming back from vacation, a very well-tanned, good, well-relaxed <laughs> professional, Leon Cortez. What's up, Leon? Hola, hola. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I was on just, 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 did, just did immersed in the culture. Yeah. Just still immersed in the culture. Yeah. You're still, you're still dreaming in Spanish. <laughs> you know, like, you know, when you go to the beach and like you're in the ocean all day, and, like you go to sleep and you feel like that. Yes. It's going on to me every day, baby. Oh, man. Yeah. I could tell by the uh, suntan on your feet, dude, from your Honestly, dude. <laughs> like, if we really get into it, it was, it was okay. Uh, I, I got, I did get st- stuck in Phoenix for 24 hours. Uh, so that was fun. So brutal. But uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm back. You guys couldn't get rid of me that easily. Yeah. <laughs> the fans voted, dude, and you still made it back. Yeah, dude. Call <laughs> this guy my, COVID. My, my torch is still lit. Cortez. <laughs> yeah welcome back glad you made it back from phoenix uh safe and sound i'm sure uh it's rough times 24 hours in the phoenix airport i'm sure yeah phoenix is safe tonight you know <laughs> <I'm out of> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> well yeah just in time uh just in time for a great episode okay last last week you missed a barn burner um but uh that's not for you okay that wasn't for you. This week, uh, you get to enjoy the beautiful um, music that was brought to us by a special guest. Um, and uh, this is a very special guest because this is a crossover episode. Yeah, this is a crossover app, dude. Big crossover episode. So another co-host of mine or co-audio host of sorts, um, Adrian Cartadiaz. What's up, Adrian? And of course, this is for my other podcast, Goblins and Garages. What is up, Adrian? Nothing much, just... Hanging loose full of juice, as our, oh, our DM would say. <laughs> That's right. Just like Eric would say. Um, and he's gotten in trouble for saying it in front of people. Uh, yeah, welcome. It's kind of nasty. I can see why. <laughs> yeah. It is not what, a clean What kind of juice are we talking about? Yeah. In our garage. <laughs> May I apply for a loan? Uh, loose and full of juice, please. Uh, yeah. Uh, super cool to have you on the show uh we've been playing D D together for uh i don't know like a solid year <laughs> a year plus maybe yeah. yeah just about a year so um yeah it's good to have you on of course you're more than just a D player you're an artist painter uh graphic artist uh you tattooist tattoo artist just tattoo artist yeah yeah tattooist 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 a person yeah so um you Jack of all trades of sorts in, in, in the art realm. But um, you brought with us, uh, to us, uh, Outcast as the band you wanted to cover this week. Served on a silver platter. Oh, man. It was what so good. Platinum. Yeah, thank you Actually, so much. Actually, no, platinum, yeah, platinum. platter. Yeah. <laughs> I, I ate it up. Um, <laughs> it might have a spinner. It might have spinners on it. Like the, it, the oh, platter yeah, might spin. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's like full, a It's just a rim. It's just middle. like a super, it's like a dope ass rim. They took the rims off the Cadillac, put it to yeah. the bottom of the platter, and it just like spins slowly. 
as the waiter comes. <laughs> <laughs> Just serving track did, after track. Speaking of spinners, dude, I saw a bus with spinners uh, on my vacation. <laughs> what? Yeah, dude, it was a pretty bus? Wild, Wait, where did yeah. you go on vacation? I was, in Guadalajara. I was in Guadalajara and this bus oh. has spinners on it. Okay. That's sick, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Just a city bus? Yeah, city bus, dude. City, all city, city buses. Dude, yeah. <laughs> It was just like a really, really rich guy. Cool. <laughs> Super rich guy. Just do it. Just out. doing all. Just doing the routes. Doing the stops. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just want to help. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, they're from um, Atlanta, of course. Um, Outcast, famous. Um, you know, for for being like representatives of of the ATL, and um, I'm sure that. Um, over there, they have maybe not buses, but I mean, like that's that's kind of like the culture that they grew up in was like the spinner culture, car culture, and like when their first album is so weird because it's like very gangstery, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sick. It's, it's so super play, cool. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. It's very much of its time, but also ahead of its time. But we'll get into that, I'm sure. Yeah. So okay. So how did you start with uh, Outcast? Where like how old were you when you first listened to them? I was a wee lass. Um, I have like, so Stankonia is their album that came out in 2000. I think it's their third album. Yeah. Um, I have like vivid memories being in the back of like our Cadillac listening to this song at like just all the, the whole album at like five, six years old. And then my brother like being an infant and then just like those formative like sponge brain years as a kid just mm-hmm. listening to those albums over and over again, but mostly Stankonia. Like I own it on vinyl um know all the songs by heart it's it's they're one of my favorite um hip-hop duos okay well i mean you were riding in the cadillac this is like tailor made for your childhood (laughs) yeah you got the best experience uh 120 degree heat riding in the cadillac (laughs) (laughs) damn okay so like you said five years old you're listening to this yeah Okay, so your whole life, basically, you've been listening to Outkast. Yeah, I believe my parents also have like their both of their early albums too. Really? I think Damn. I don't know. My my um, we very much like a hip hop heavy like childhood, like cassettes, CDs. Um, we didn't really have vinyls until like I didn't start getting like into vinyl, um, listening until like I was an adult. Um, but yeah, I have like eat like. And anywhere in the United States, like we probably could pull like stuff from the 80s, 90s, 2000s. Like that's stuff my parents were like feeding into my little little brain. And that's so cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Good on good on your parents for for showing you that and for getting you into that kind of stuff. I I, Thanks, I don't think. Mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> but did you partake in the other uh, elements of hip hop? What other elements of hip hop? <laughs> break dancing. No, I was not a break dancer. I, I was like in dance, but I was like uh, in jazz tap and ballet. I was not doing a like, what's that fucking meme on YouTube? What did you write? Like, oh, that girl. Yeah. What was, that? What, was your, what was your graffiti name? What'd you write? My graffiti name? Well, so <laughs> I was Damn. like, I can't. I can't say I do come from a, a family of like gangbangers and drug addicts. So yeah. like, certified not toy, dude. Not yeah. toy. I, was like, I can't speak on anything. I'm not fucking toy, man. <laughs> right. There's people who do graffiti who are not gangbangers and drug addicts. I have cousins who are like graffiti artists. And okay. like if they, they, 
they tried because I'm like the artist of the family but like they try to get me to like do like slap tags and stuff and like it would just be like my Instagram handle so I can't like do anything because people could find me. they'll find <laughs> you yeah say do you know hey they stole my art out of my garage and they put it up <laughs> I, I nothing to do with it <laughs> this mural no it's I yeah. did not do this <laughs> completely without my consent <laughs> that's yeah that's super cool and you know um like I was saying I don't think I my parents didn't like I mean they're the kind of my parents all love to them <laughs> they're the kind of people that are like uh, it's just so fast and you don't even know what they're saying and it's <laughs> what are they it's saying <laughs> guns this and drugs they're so like old-fashioned in the way that they perceive like hip-hop mm. so like any hip hop to them is like immediately like, oh my God, we're gonna like, we're gonna die. Like, <laughs> this is scary. This music is corrupting me from yeah. the inside. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's like, there's a literal line in, oh, fuck, what song is it? <sighs> I think it's in on the Stank Onia album. I can't remember the song specifically where it's just like, oh, um, hip hop is not all about guns and alcohol. Yes, yes. Right? Yeah, Andre says that, I think. Yeah. So it's definitely like, um, it's definitely super like cultural right and like um i grew up like in a mixed race household also so um and also had really young parents and i actually asked them all the time like what was it like to like not have hip-hop on the radio like is that weird because it didn't start happening to be on the radio until like the 90s like the late 90s really for mm -hmm. them at least so it's just like how like what was on the radio for you guys like jesse's girl you know <laughs> like that kind of stuff the eagles yeah <laughs> i mean yeah so uh josh what about you did josh, you have you any, any outcast <laughs> i have no idea what's going on guys yeah. my, my uh virtual background which usually does not work at all has just jumped complete to my face so i, yeah. I look like uh what, what's his name it from, seems uh, telling Avengers? you yeah, <laughs> telling you, you need a tan. You need a tan. Right? Yeah, <laughs> blue. You yeah, need to go blue, on vacation. Blue, blue. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I might turn it off in a second, but it looks kind of cool. It looks cool. <laughs> oh, there it goes. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, Outcast. Uh, Outcast. <laughs> just go. Just go. <laughs> um, probably my first uh, exposure is just "Hey Ya" because that song was like ginormous, and okay. I was probably like uh, third, fourth grade. Or something like that but um yeah everything around then um roses miss jackson all the radio hits and uh my younger brother really um got into them has and has been swearing by them for years but i just haven't taken the time ever so this was fucking awesome i really really enjoyed this okay okay so, yeah that that album came out in 2000 so yeah i remember like that album and this of course hey y'all was huge and mm -hmm. We were trying to correlate that to Miss Jackson. I didn't understand how that can be the same group. I didn't understand that it was like a two different, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. oh no, hey, y'all was on uh, Love Below, right? Yeah, so yeah. Below, yeah. 2003. So yeah, I was 12. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Hey, y'all was huge, man. Yeah, hey, y'all was like. Were you shaking it like a Polaroid picture at 12? Yeah. <laughs> Although you're not supposed to shake a Polaroid picture. Yeah, yes. come on. You're not supposed to. No, That's what not. the chemical. Just chemical face it down. Put it in some shade. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I mean, Andre ruined a lot of pictures. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, come on. I've never had Save a it for, for the Morrissey by doing that. But oh well. <laughs> That's really good. Does uh, everyone so just look kind of stretched out? 
Yeah. <laughs> Skinny and elongated. <laughs> like funhouse Polaroids. It's like experimental yeah. photography before it was cool. <laughs> okay, yeah. So my intro, same. I had no like actual like understanding of who they were other than their radio hits. I just kind of like listened to the main songs. Like I want to say that probably in college, uh, past guest Mark, I think had like AT Bruh. Aliens on vinyl and might've played that. So like, that was like my first like exposure to like their albums. And you know, it was cool, but like, it was like, I was getting faded with him. I was like, this is cool, but like, not at, like, you know, I was that too faded to like, to listen, to really listen. So this is my first time listening to everything. And I'm glad like I did it. I'm bummed that it took me this long, you know? I will say though that like AC Aliens and I believe um, Aquim and I are really good music to get high to. <laughs> they are. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, even the uh, S- Southern Playa Calalistic Cadillac, whatever the hell it's called. Super Califragilistic. Just kidding. Uh, yeah, but all, like all of, I feel like all of their their first half of their discography is really good to get high to, um, but. Yeah, I'm glad that I forced y'all to do a hip hop album <laughs> or hip hop. I didn't artist. feel there was no forcing over here. Yeah, it it I felt was, really good. Yeah, very long great. albums, very long albums, super long. Yeah. I feel like that kind of go but hand. Sorry, go for it. Oh, the gentleman <laughs> in both of us. I, I just feel like uh, a lot of hip hop stuff ends up being really long because it's more about like what they're saying in the verses rather than like the beat. It's yeah. just as important, but it should be like it's just a hard ass loop, you know. A whole lot of interludes. A lot of interludes. Yeah, yeah there's great a lot of interludes. Skits. Great uh, skits. Great interludes. Um, <laughs> but I mean, they're really long. But that also just like I, we are forcing ourselves to listen to a whole discography. So we're kind of have like deadlines to sing to things. Yeah. So it makes it a little like me saying it's too long is also kind of biased because I'm just downing this whole discography in a week, you know? Right. Normally, we wouldn't be like made to listen to like six albums in a row but like <laughs> this is the the life that we we chose with this podcast so it's you know like it, it is a little bingy when when you get down to it like that's kind of how i feel like when you watch like like a season of like stranger things or something and like a year later the next season comes out and you're like wait like i remember but i really don't remember yeah, yeah. It makes you Big thankful time. for those hour-long recaps that netflix does yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so like as far as we, like we did all the albums um and like we we could even call like the second to last album like two albums entirely uh, like in itself yeah, to, like, dude. to leon's point like that album is a behemoth like it is yeah, like it's huge over two songs. hours 40. it's incredible like in, in in a bad way like unbelievable <laughs> in a bad way why did they like do that i wonder <laughs> what, what is the uh, point you know, so I've seen both- a lot of like um, speculate, not like speculation, but kind of talk about how like Stank Onia is like the true last outcast album. Mm-hmm. And like I was saying before, like Love Below and Speaker Box really should have been two solo albums. But because they were like producing each other's like music, like like what's the point of doing solo albums right if you're still making music together um but i also think there's a lot of storytelling that happens with like love below and speaker box like all of the music videos for that came out for that album are kind of connected um 
the music video for roses is amazing by the way if you haven't seen yeah it, I oh yeah recommend watching it um like watching andre and big boy be like high school like rivals yes is, like, the low so satisfying. <laughs> yeah yeah it's so good oh i forgot about that video that was a good one <laughs> yeah <laughs> they've got great music videos bombs they over do. baghdad is oh, fucking it's so awesome good. dude it's so the, so the purple good. but the purple trees and he's dancing yeah. on the yes. roof of the car <laughs> fucking their sick. music video like they are truly like artists in mm-hmm. their in their own way Absolutely. I like how I like how eclectic their influences are, and they definitely ride hard on some of these. Like, and I know they produce a lot of their own stuff, but like some of these samples are so like wild. Like I would hear stuff, and I was like, "Whoa!" And there's just like keys and things that are just like does it you wouldn't hear on another hip hop album at the time or even now. Mm-hmm. It's like a very production wise, it's so crazy. Like the like what they choose to like use as instrumentation sometimes is pretty fun. I yeah. like to think that no matter who you are there's an outcast either an outcast album or an outcast song for everybody um like when like there was a time i think we hung out at your garage geo where you like were playing like parliament funkadelic and i was like oh if you like parliament funkadelic you're gonna like outcast or, yeah like, 100 yeah like, if you like Jimmy Hendrix, they you're love like funkadelic outcast. Like if you yeah. like just southern hip hop or just hip hop in general, you're gonna like outcast. Um, and then even to like speaking to like moving on from like 2000 forward, there's like several artists that came to mind. Even listening to just the love below, that was like, oh, this sounds like Childish Gambino. This sounds like Omar Apollo. This sounds like yes. Steve Lacey. You can like f- see where you they've definitely touched other artists. Yeah, absolutely. These, these guys are awesome too. Just like general, I don't know. Everything I've seen with Big Boy is fun. Andre's mm-hmm. just a great producer. Mm-hmm. He does great music, great voice, great yeah, flow. Yeah, seriously. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're a really interesting duo. Like honestly, like even from the jump, like even the first album is a lot more. They blend a lot more than all the other ones. They slowly yeah. kind of separate their styles. You can kind of tell differentiate. Yeah. But it's still so different. Like Andre's so different and big boy is so cool and chill as fuck mm-hmm. and then, like he just flows so i don't know they both just have great like different like lines throughout every single one of these albums and i think like you were saying earlier adrian it's like they're telling a story and i think like part of it is like their relationship and like it's almost like the story of a friendship like i think like their first album came out they were like 18 years old so like mm-hmm. this yeah, is like friends that came together when they were teenagers, right? How normal are you? Like, how close are you when you're a teenager compared to like, you know, when you're older and just how like different you become, you know? So like you see these like two people that are like best friends, they're rapping together, they make an album and like Leon said, like it's so cohesive. And then they like start to like grow and branch apart from each other. And like to the point where they release two albums and, and just call it one album, like, you know, and it's it's kind of cool to see that and to see like they still respect each other, but like now it's over because they've moved on to other things like most friends do, you know, and creative duos, you know? Yeah, you know, I, I feel like that's a, a totally normal thing, you know, like uh, who do you guys think is uh, is the Jordan Peele in this situation? <laughs> you know, right. Like who else is the like, like, I feel like that's just a, a typical thing director. <laughs> hey i don't i don't know who directed Idlewild. a very good will could be one of them uh but... i actually had that pulled up in the tab i think i accidentally closed it out oh my god 
but like um yeah well, you gotta just... close those tabs we're about to play a quiz here you can't have these yeah. tabs. <laughs> three screens in front of me i will do what the fuck i want yeah <laughs> the classic zoom class yeah. uh, study oh, like, method yeah. if you're allowed to hate on jordan peele i'm allowed to have an extra tab yeah open. <laughs> uh but yeah, yeah so so with speaker box and love below was that sort of the direction like big boy was kind of doing his own thing and andre was just kind of a byproduct on it and vice versa is that why they decided to do such a long track list um that's a good question i actually don't really that's the part like that's the research i didn't do i just know that like like officially like legally right the duo is on hiatus technically they aren't like broken up i just know that andre 3000 is also like being pulled in like several different directions like producer musically wise and then also like he was like literally on a cartoon network show Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and then big boy like has i think two or three solo albums since um speaker box love below one came out in like 2017 i think it's actually really good Um, what yeah um there's a song on there that like (laughs) it's called chocolate perfect to throw ass too so (laughs) (laughs) it's a really good album killer mike is on it like there's a lot of people that actually like listening back through the entire discography i was like oh i did not realize all of these people were like being featured so heavily and so early yeah and so early yeah exactly so early and i was like man i think this is the most i've ever listened to killer mike um (laughs) like back to back to back to back (laughs) yeah True. Is Rosario Dawson's in it too? Yeah, yeah. That's like in a, uh, there's like she's. It's like just like a speaking part, right? Yeah. But yeah, that that was also like, oh, Rosario Dawson, really? <laughs> we, we we might be stepping over some of Josh's uh, quiz questions here. So why don't we why don't we yeah. play a little quiz? <laughs> uh, I was already. Uh, fixing my quiz. Guys. Yeah, I knew <laughs> it. Like, I saw him I looking down. I was shit. like, "Oh shit, we're fucking it up for him." <laughs> uh, quick five <laughs> seconds while I while I do this, guys. All right, okay. So let's get into the quiz. Mm, and totally listening to Adrian and everybody right now, uh, this might be a, a close call because I had to change one. Okay. Anyways, okay. so number one, what did Big Boy plan to study at NYU before Outcast started popping off? A, child psychology, B, criminal justice, or C, civil engineering? Uh, Engineering. D. I'm also going to go with civil engineering. Guys, child psychology. And he had a 3.7 GPA, so good on him. Smart boy. Smart big boy. I know, yeah. It was a smart boy. Big brain. (laughs) (laughs) That was his original rap name. Big brain on big boy. Big brain. Um, number two, uh, which one of the outcast guys taught the other to roll joints? Big boy taught Andre. Uh, that seems to be the case, but I'm going to go opposite because there's two, two on the head. Andre I'm taught big gonna, boy. I'm going to go big boy taught Andre just mostly because like my dad taught me how to roll a joint and he is more of a big boy than he is an Andre. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like this. I'll, I'll show you the way. Yeah, uh, guys, it was actually Andre 3000 oh. taught big boy in high school. And uh, when uh, big boy did the interview uh, coming clean or giving that away, he said it's funny because early on Andre 3000 uh, gave up weed and is like a vegan and like it's just not about that life, you know. So one for Leon on the board. Uh, <laughs> number three, uh, which R&B singer owned the studio where Outkast recorded their first album? A, Keith Sweat, B, Genuine, or C, Bobby Brown? 
Uh, Bobby Brown. Genuine. Uh, see Bobby Brown. It was Bobby Brown. Uh, oh. And later, Outcast mm-hmm. bought the studio and called it Stankonia Studios. Yes. You know? oh. I knew the answer to that one. So it was actually. What do you uh, think Bobby do with that money? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? All right. Uh, number four. How old were Big Boy and Andre 3000 when they were signed to LaFace Records? A, 16, B, 17, or C, 18? A, B. What was B? 17? Uh, 16, 17, and 18 as the so choices. So B, 17. It was B, 17. Ooh. And I guess they were like legit putting their ducks in a row to start selling crack. Um, like straight up, that was the plan from them to like start making money and like doing their thing on the streets until they popped off. But luckily, uh, they were talented enough to get signed early. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, number five in the Hey Ya music video, Andre 3000 plays every member of a fake band. But while recording the actual song, Andre really played every instrument on the track except for a guitar, B drums, or C bass. Bass. Drums. I said uh-uh. bass. You said drums, Leon. Drums. I'm going to say drums as well. Guys, it was bass. It was bass. So that yeah. was just... Sorry, uh, what, what's up, Leon? I just, it's just like, I just thought about it later and I was like, that is more of a complicated bass line that I didn't think about. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Which is like, like crazy to me because I feel like when you're laying down a track, it's usually bass and drums are the first to, you know, do it. Mm. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe he was yeah. doing drums while someone was, uh, was doing bass. Yeah, so. true. And just live tracked it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number six. What was the budget for Outcast music video feature length film Idlewild? A, 10.5 mil, B, 27 mil, or C, 6.7 mil? 27 mil. 10.5, yeah. What was the other option? What was it? 10.5, 27, what else? 6.7. 6.7, fuck it. It was 27 mil. Damn. It, yes, uh, yes. it started as a uh, film treatment um, that Andre 3000 was writing while they were working on the soundtrack for the first Scooby-Doo movie. <laughs> the CGI. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they worked on that movie. So, so he wrote that in his spare time. And then um, it just kind of like snowballed into a big thing. Moonwalker style. Oh, my God. <laughs> that movie's like very much of its time but yeah you can definitely tell oh what's that yeah (laughs) the live action cgi it's very much of its time but oh yeah he has like a song is like when they're first getting into like that island um yeah i'll stop there (laughs) (laughs) dude i i think i remember it and i think i remember it being pretty good uh, no spoilers, but Scrappy Doo is the big bad evil guy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no guys, bleep, bleep all of that, wow. Gio. We don't want to give away any spoilers. That's messed up. Sorry, it's I been told 20 myself years. I was gonna wait till I was 32 to watch that, and then it just, ruined. just ruined it. Sorry. Until you get all the drug references. Uh, <laughs> why are they coughing so much? Eat that whole sandwich. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, last question: What was the name of Andre Three Thousand's character on the Cartoon Network show Class of Three Thousand? Was it A. Drector Luna, B. Philly Phil, or C. Sunny Bridges? I'm gonna go A. That sounds that sounds too cartoony. Yeah, I'm gonna go B for the alliteration. I'm going C. 
It was Sunny Bridges. Oh, I fucking loved that show as a kid. I, n- I never checked it out. It looked like the back of like a cereal box cartoon to me. Like I, <laughs> I was always like I, I that and like some other shows. I was just like, oh, I don't think I'm going to watch this. <laughs> what was it about? What's this? Um, he's what like it? a music teacher and like mm-hmm. he take it's like very much like Magic School Bus-esque, like teaching kids about music. I can't recite like. Uh, probably like a cross between School of Rock and, and Magic School Bus. I can't like off the top of my head recite any sort of like you know synopsis of any episode, but it it was a a favorite for sure. I think it's underrated. Okay, maybe. And so guys, that makes Geo and Adrian tied with three, and I have a tiebreaker, but um, I'm not going to say it because you guys already know it for sure. So, no, uh, say it. I need to ahead. be the winner. You guys are gonna, you guys are gonna win. Uh, okay. Uh, who was the inspiration behind uh, Miss Jackson? Was it Erica oh. Badu's mother, B. Lauren Hill's mother, or C. Macy Gray's mother? I already know the answer. I think I know the answer, but can can you? It, like, do you know her name? Do you know her actual name, Adrian? Her actual name? Yeah. No, but I know who it is. Because I also know, I, I know, like, I know the answer, but I don't know her, her like, her actual name either. All right. Um, I feel like you guys both know. You want to say it on three? Okay. One, three, two, two, three. One. Erica, Erica Badu's mother. Dang. That was pretty like synced up for Zoom, yeah. honestly. That was pretty good. It's pretty good. But, yeah. See, I knew you guys were gonna win. So, uh, woo! Both of you guys won. We okay. I'll I'll give it to Adrian. What a tie. We're no, doing... it's okay. You can have it. <laughs> what sports do ties again? <laughs> Soccer. Oh yeah, we're going football uh, on this one. Football guys. does too. Tennis does too, doesn't it? Yeah. Love love. No, no, love wins. Yeah. Lo- love wins every love time, wins. guys. Every single time. <laughs> That's the Stankonia message. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, both of us win a little break. Let's take a nice little break. This is the one. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am skipping. Never meant to make your doctor cry. I apologize. It's been your time. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am skipping. Never meant to make your doctor cry. All right, we're back. Great break. Uh, great quiz once again, Josh. But we're uh, into the very serious part of the show. This is the awards that we give out every single time. The Skippies, we like to call them. We like to start off every single time with the Elizabeth Fraser Award, a.k.a. the most unintelligible vocal line. And this is something that you hear either Big Boy or Andre 3000 say in a song. Um, Josh, you want to get started? You want to be first? Uh, yeah, sure. Let's see. Uh yeah, I have a uh, number one, uh, Waylon. Uh, it sounds like they uh, have a, a special feature, but they they're not letting him say anything. And I, I keep waiting for him to finish his sentence, but I can't really hear him. It okay. sounds like uh, a, a little Mister Alvin the Chipmunk keeps trying to say "wait, wait a minute" or something, and I can't. I'm waiting for him to finish his line. Okay. Uh, what, what time you got for that? Uh, I just have ten seconds. It's like in the in the whole beat. He's he's trying to jump in. <laughs> All right, yeah, here we go. In the zone like Kaiser, so they always a usual suspect. No check. All I got in this game is my respect. That's not the pride I'd be. Suck on my fucking head. Scared. Look it up in your face. 
yeah, dude, I can't understand. What, I just want to know what he's trying to say, but they keep interrupting him. He's cutting off, dude. They're they're cutting him off. He's in a under like a bridge or something. Like hey, that dude, that's a get. He he's an expensive contract, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Got to have like fresh sunflower seeds. Yeah, exactly. I like that, dude. That was really good. Okay, okay. Uh, for for Elizabeth Fraser, that's really good because like he could be saying the most profound thing, and they're just cutting him off. Yeah, and man. He's got a very unique perspective on life. Yeah, he's got he's things to, to say. He's about to recite the the cure for cancer, and he's just gonna stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Orange juice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Adrian, what you do? You have an Elizabeth Fraser award? That is the only award where I did not choose anything because mm. I can just understand everything that's happening at all I like times. your style i like your style Thanks. whoa <laughs> okay i like that okay so uh leon did, I like that. did you also you go, joe I, I changed the award but you gonna go wow because guess what i changed the award all right then whoa. i'll go then I changed. <laughs> as the pods resident pink floyd historian i spot a little something <gasps> That uh, Whoa. that that really was exciting. I haven't been able to find anything online or anything that kind of like backs it, but it is. Uh, I can't find the exact recording of it. I think it is a live recording because it's a little bit more noodling on it than the actual one on the recording, which is a single. But uh, um, the song is uh, Millennium. Mm-hmm. You can play Millennium from the beginning of that, mm-hmm. and, I'll, and I'll show you what Pink Floyd song it is that I think the sample is coming from. Me and everything around me is unstable like Chernobyl Ready to go at any moment, jumping like a pogo stick Life never lived up to my expectations, so I accept the patience Expect the worst, but now I'm pacing back and forth inside I'm melting like water on wicked witches A monster truck don't came and ran over my picket fences I had the best of life in my clenches, but monkey wrenches was thrown Like chairs king sit on, my prayers seem too long I fall asleep before they ended, don't even get... Yeah, it's like most of the guitar and the bass doom, doom, Right. Brown. And you can play the intro of a uh, 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 careful with the axe, Eugene. Okay. Just off one of like the first, like the second singles. It's like a really early one that they played live. Big noodle song. Okay. Here we go. Someone the guitar gets in there somewhere. I didn't get the time, but <laughs> <laughs> I believe I you, changed dude. the award wow. and did not even get a good time. Yeah, yeah. Time are my thing. All right. <laughs> all right. Okay, but uh, so you're saying somewhere in there? No, there's a spot where there's like a there's a, one of the live ones. It's like the further you go, it I'll get it. If you really want me to get it, I'll get it. Right. Want me to get it? Post. No, I mean it's fine. I, I, I could I could find it. Let me. I, I could. I'll find it. Right. Uh, one more towards the middle. Is like, yeah. All right. Here we I go. I mean, you can kind of hear it already a little bit. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. I'm, I'll go somewhere in the middle. Let's see the guitar comes in. But yeah. Too far. <laughs> Too far. 
too I far. I the timestamp. Hey, Goldilocks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was a great award, Leon. Thank you. Yeah. Man. That was a great award. <laughs> I heard Pink Floyd. I, I heard Pink Floyd award. It was in the noodles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I heard Pink Floyd award. That's what so, it's called. So that's a Grand, Grand Theft Audio. Grand Theft Audio, yeah. I like it. <laughs> no, it's the I heard Pink Floyd award. <laughs> <laughs> the Leon heard yeah. Pink Floyd award. <laughs> yeah, the professional say, Pink Floyd award. I will say those those uh, noodles left me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I hate yeah. a noodle song, man. I'm just Mar-Chan. left wanting more. All right, so um, I... I, I did um, another award instead of the Elizabeth Fraser this time because, yeah, like Adrian said, I kind of understood most of what they were saying. And for the things that I couldn't understand, it was like, you know, I was going to do like a, like one of the like ladies scatting in the Idlewild soundtrack. But I was like, you know, come on, you know, like it's a little yeah. too easy. So mm-hmm. I decided to do another one called the Speak and Spell Award. Nice. Um, this is like the uh, Bananas Award, um, the a.k.a. Gwen Stefani. Stefani. Yeah, exactly. So um, this, yeah, this goes out to to Big Boy. Uh, <laughs> straight up. Part you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So Big Boy just you know has a has a habit of um, spelling out words. And so um, I, I got two, um, you know, choices. I'll just give you one because it's he basically just kind of spells shit out. So let's see. I'm gonna do uh, "Gangsta Shit." That's such a good song. It's a good song. Um, that so that was between that and a different song that I was like, I think I know what part you're talking about. That yeah, I was gonna do that and ghetto music, mm-hmm. which was uh, <laughs> the same, like pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Uh, "Gangsta Shit." All right, that was that was quick enough. Let me do the let me do Greta music real quick. Okay, so he's O T A K A S T, right? Okay, here we go. So this is ghetto music. Another speak and spell award. Not to be at the same. <laughs> that song rips, dude. <laughs> yeah. He's got he's got that high GPA, man. He's got a lot to spell yeah. out. He didn't go to college yeah. like he wanted to. <laughs> he's like, if you don't stank like it stank, you can't swallow it down or something. Like it's <laughs> they they got an obsession with stank that I love. Like it's really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's the uh, Gwen Stefani speaking spell. Yeah, I'm, I'm a stank boy for sure. Um. Yeah. Stank I mean. <laughs> yeah, stank for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh that's all the elizabeth fraser or uh auxiliary award GGA. The lack of them yeah exactly um next is the top bop award this goes to your favorite song off their discography could be their number one hit could be you know just one that you personally love the most um adrian you want to go first yeah um so for me it's bombs over baghdad b.o.b is my oh, top yeah bop. um mm. If you want to do 56 seconds in, is where I have it. Ooh. 
truly like the best way to say fuck around and find out <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude there, there's just like not music like this anymore no. like hell yeah dude. once in a lifetime there never was music amazing. except for them though like yeah yeah true <laughs> yeah this is but, also like, my top up it what was, yeah. wow yeah dude sharing the mic over here uh, going you know kind of doing like a beastie boys throwback i was thinking <laughs> like what, what can we do when when, when somebody has a, a similar award they're sharing the mic twins jocking the mic, <laughs> jocking the mic. yeah yeah this song just rules dude it, it starts off like, yep. i was like i was like between the intro and the timestamp that i got but the intro if you can play the intro just for a second yeah just like blast oh, that countdown is this, so dude. good just like kicks you right in the face. It's like it's crazy for like hip hop. Especially at this time. <laughs> especially at this time, like it was two thousand. Like this is like a crazy time. Like it didn't. It just throws you. Nothing else sounded like this. Yeah. Like, like hip, it was like hip hop with this weird electronic thing. Now that I'm listening to now, it's like very like early electro kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Just, like, yeah, that synth uh, is so good. A lot that of harsh yeah. bass. A lot of YMO. Like a lot of that crazy like synth stuff, like like weirdo synth stuff that I listen like I would listen to now is like they definitely a lot of influence in this really cool because I didn't think about that as a kid. They're masters, dude. Straight they also up. definitely like put the South like on the map when it came to like hip hop. Totally. Well yeah, whoa the heavy statement, but yeah. True. Lot, I stand by great, what I say. There's a lot of, a lot of great Okay, not just the South, but like okay. Atlanta specifically. Okay, okay. Mm. I'm like, there's a whole Texas thing that you just like, <laughs> very different that you just like tossed all together. All right, here yeah, we go. Like, bombs like, over Baghdad. Bombs over Baghdad at 148 too, but the intro at 148, please. Okay. All right, and then 148. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, also, gosh, predicted uh, the war in Iraq. This thing came out in 2000, <laughs> my friends. That's, yeah, truly wild. Uh, visionaries in, in more ways than one. George Bush is just a big B.O.B. fan. He's like, fuck it, dude. Bob's are back. Let's fucking do it, bro. Cheney. You know, forget about the occupation that was already happening over there. Outcast inspired. They saw it coming, dude. The war in Iraq happened in 2003, 2004. That's when it started, right? 2003? Yeah, but like we were already over there. (laughs) They might have been talking about Desert Storm. Yeah. No, it's 94, dude. Right? Yeah. 94, yeah. Who knows? Um, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? <laughs> who knows who, these historical facts? Who, who could know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh, do you have a top op? Guys, mm, I was right there with you. I almost did Bonds Over Baghdad. It reminds me of being a kid and just like fucking slaps you in the face so good. Just how you like. But I opted for uh, <laughs> another uh, radio hit. Uh, roses. Um, I don't have a timestamp, but the chorus is just like so fucking good, dude. It goes down so smooth. All right, here we go. Let's see. Chorus. Questions about your, your childhood now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you like to thank you. Shit don't stay, but lean a little bit closer. See, roses really smell like. 
dude, again, the synths are just like super pretty and like well produced yeah, yeah. and like catchy as a motherfucker, dude. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I also like love that part. Uh, the crash into a ditch just playing <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that just that, that just playing at the end is the most funny thing to me into what ditch just playing just playing yeah <laughs> yeah that got a lot of like uh airplay on like mtv like that was like a music video that was played a lot and the song never got old, never got stale. It is, it's a classic, dude. It's fun. Yeah. And it's like not characteristic of like their earlier work. Like what Leon was saying was like, you know, hey, y'all, just like this compared to like their first album just like doesn't make much sense. But like, it's like a, just an artist stretching his muscle and like the song is still a hit and it's not really exactly what you would go to for Outcast, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Super good though. <clears throat> All right, um, my top op is going to be off their first record, uh, Crumbling Herb. This this song is so good. Fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, uh, first time I had heard it, but man, what, like, just an instant classic. It's so good. Mm-hmm. The yeah. plot had my guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he was like, whoa! <laughs> what the Put that shit. That. Put yeah. that shit on the 420 mix. Yeah, bro. dude. <laughs> Cypress Hill who, dude? April's coming, man. <laughs> right, here we go. Yeah, what's up? man just yeah. the hook on that is just so smooth and so <laughs> sweet and then like you know their rapping is like it's old in like a way that like is very pleasant like it just feels like a very throwback kind of like flow that they're doing yeah and that it, era that era so, like southern rap was so good dude that, like the flows mm-hmm it's great it's such a great song great record and yeah like they kind of like move away from this you know kind of sound in their in their other like later albums but it's still like this album is just so good like yeah it it really took me by surprise it was the first time i had ever heard this album and um i have this song from my hidden gem but luckily i have some others um, okay because man i i freaking love this song too uh not to give myself away but mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. check me out this what? april man <laughs> but uh uh i'm gonna say like you really think that's so different from their later stuff like this could totally go on mm. speaker box dude i feel like this I could think- be on speaker box for sure it definitely could go on speaker box mm. one thing to keep in mind though is that the first three albums they were under like a different recording studio did not have as much creative freedom as when they got stankonia like that is when they had all of the creative freedom in the world to go forward um when they literally bought that studio from bobby brown um so like okay yeah so fun fact for you (laughs) (laughs) for the listeners out there you know i mean i I feel like i feel like this can be put on the like i don't know speaker box I mean, yeah, it's definitely, you know, <laughs> clearly they had that sort of that bone in their, their musical. It's like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. not so gangster, gangster rap. Like, it still has like a really like poppy flow and like really like smooth shit that they got going on mm-hmm. with it. Well, at this time in like Atlanta, that shit was just way more like, yeah, we got like, yeah, 
a bunch of like heavier stuff going on at that time or way more drawed out like the southern houston stuff so this is cool mm-hmm. i like that i feel like this can go yeah yeah the bass i feel like it can go on speaker box bro probably can go on speaker box probably i stand my ground wow you're so brave (laughs) (laughs) i stand yeah so controversial agreeing with you (laughs) kick kick him out of the zoom i can't stand for this uh you know who, who would get kicked out of the zoom if they showed up dude fucking morrissey dude it's on site dude wonderful segue that was yeah because we're doing the morrissey award next Uh, aka their worst political or social take that they ever did um so yeah morrissey's getting kicked out of the the zoom and (laughs) um you know outcasts might get kicked out depending on on what you guys found some 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 digging i i want to go first because um i'll just flat out say it i made a new award i made a new award crazy oh yeah give it to us <laughs> okay i'm yeah <laughs> nobody can can tame me right now <laughs> in fact i might predictable yeah i might act like a wild animal yeah because my new award is the outcast animorph award this animorph. this yes this goes to um a, a lyric in a in a song that is imitating an animal okay um so <laughs> all right buddy yeah for sure because <laughs> like i've i've done this before like I, i've thought about like i've i've said this multiple times we did the aru with lord sounding oh, yeah, like was... a wolf mm-hmm. we did animal collective sounding like bees <laughs> right and so now we have big boy trying to do his best impression of an owl oh my gosh <laughs> So here we go. Let's let's see Big Boy's do, uh, doing his impression of an owl. Yeah, so hallelujah, hallelujah. One for the players at the crib breaking drinks, and two it's for the sound hootie hoo that I made. Hootie hoo. Oh my God, it's not hootie hoo. I like our way. Hootie hoo. Holy shit, dude! That's good. That was pretty very good. atmospheric. Pretty Very good. profound. <laughs> Throw that on a Halloween mix. <laughs> scare the trick or treaters away. Yeah. A speaker, a little speaker. Big boy just going hootie hoo on your tree, dude. That sounds terrifying, dude. Just take like one of those pigeon scares that they have like on buildings and put big boy's face yes. in it. <laughs> yeah. That was really good, Gio. Uh, do you mind if I if I go next? Yeah, go ahead. I do because not mind. You, you know what? Um that owl i don't think he's a, a really good guy because uh my morrissey award goes to hootie who whoa yeah because you know what at 159 uh maybe not all owls should be allowed to have eggs <laughs> okay <laughs> here we go later she called me with some bullshit talking about her period late guess what i did click no it no it couldn't be me not me. <laughs> then he, f- then then he flies the coop. He flies the coop after that. No. <laughs> it was much easier to just end the phone call and then never be seen again back in the day, dude. Yeah, it was the nineties. Oh yeah, you didn't no leave more, his like, house. You're not tagging. You're not tagging yourself at a restaurant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you like, don't know who's gonna roll up. Yeah, exactly. exactly. 
damn dude so i i don't know Le- leaving a uh, mother owl at, at the nest alone that's messed up <laughs> i feel like they do that anyway but okay <laughs> hey yeah, I, mother owls. nature i got i got a couple of problems yeah I'm a wildlife bio dropout so i cannot speak to the behavior of <laughs> of all owls yeah domesticated owls wild owls are different yeah. just jerk <laughs> ones <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay hootie who uh for two awards straight uh killer fucking track what a great song yeah jesus christ um okay what about what about you uh adrian do you have a morrissey award i do come back to me because i'm trying to decipher my notes, Your notes? i know okay. that there was like i mixed up some uh writing down but right, i think i have it just come back to me all right so leon I'm gonna you go have with more the roses at 110, baby. Roses 110. Okay. We all know it. <laughs> <laughs> She's the reason for the word, bitch. Bitch. I hope she's speeding on the way to the club. Try to hurry up and get to a ball or a sag or somebody like that. And try to put on her makeup in a mirror and crash, crash, crash into a ditch. Just playing. She needs to go. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's like I hate people and I hate a lot of things, but to wish death upon somebody is very few. And there's a couple presidents I've said that about. But, <laughs> but like, monarchs. other than that, yeah, monarchs, uh, uh, racist, uh, just shitty people. But some people deserve it. But Tom, oh, Tom Brady. Yeah. Just yeah. yeah, Tom Brady, Brady for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, on I, you know what? I agree. Tom Brady, Tom Brady can uh, crash into a ditch. Countries, national soccer teams, uh, <laughs> the whole, the whole. <laughs> but it's not cool to do that for over some breakup, Andre. Yeah, you know what? You know nice. what? He does say. Uh, he does. He does kind of wink and say hot never mind at the end of that part. <laughs> yeah, it's so specific okay. with the with the makeup in the mirror and everything. You know yeah which is like, also very fun because it's kind of goofy but yeah how deep he gets into the whole thing he definitely paints a picture i do love how he stops rhyming completely and he just sounds like he's like <laughs> yeah stuttering. it's that serious yeah all right so uh did we give you enough time adrian to find your morrissey award yes i have we go. two so yeah. the first one is reset at 55 seconds you know what i take that back why you was alive data conception interception cut the sperm did collide from tna to dna villains turn to chillings the morning after building put a heart to our very existence we living breathing soon we'll be teething our granny got a golden now we want one for that reason an adolescent mind is so impressionable in those stages but parents got a parent their kids to keep them out of cages self-therapists beware of this loogie that i spit incarceration without rehabilitation really don't mean shit the ricky home so it's actually a couple seconds before that <laughs> <laughs> So the line basically is like, oh, like he's insinuating that life like starts at conception. And, you know, as a person with a uterus, I have to fucking disagree, especially (laughs) in this pro Roe v. Wade universe. But uh, right. So crazy. Big boy. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Big boy's got to educate himself on on just a little bit. Some of that. Yeah. Just a little bit. Uh, Second one is from So Fresh, So Clean Mm. um, at... 218. I know for sure this one's right because I just checked it. 
I love who you are, love who you ain't, you're so and frank Let's hit the attic to hide out for about two weeks Rick chains and no chains and whips I do some lips to hips jerk and double time the boy next door So it's a double whammy right there Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously the Anne Frank line, not cool The second part of that is the the reference to Rick James Who like literally kidnapped a woman and held her like as a sex slave and like yeah holy shit an extended amount of time so it's like a double whammy like that was pretty fucked up still a good song though (laughs) (laughs) yeah they do that uh, a couple of times dude that like uh, rosa parks line is so fucked and that's like one of their biggest songs yeah so that so something about that song too is that like they had seen they got like a lawsuit basically from her family and then it came out they like approached them i think at a concert at like somewhere in the midwest and were like hey like we don't actually really care that much about the line it's mostly our lawyers and like our state people like trying to get money out of you wow yeah so they went after them yeah but then i think i don't know if it got settled or if it got dismissed i can't remember right i mean but they definitely got that like that little edge that they like to throw in every now and again. Yeah. Right. It's the stink. It's the stink. Right. It's the stink. Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess you could also throw in the whole them being having Killer Mike, the cop of <laughs> apologists on a lot of these. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nah, these, that's that's another good one, Leon. Hell yeah. Okay. So um, I I think we gave them you know a, a enough of a you know. Spanking. Kind of a spanking. Spank. Yeah. Stankin'. Um, <laughs> they just keep asking for more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's move on to the next award. This is the Are We Humans or Are We Dancer Award. This goes out to unintelligible lyrics, and this is the written word, what Big Boy and Andre put down to pen and paper. Um, I, I, I have a very good assumption that uh, Josh and I have the same one. Oh, really? <laughs> I think we have the same one. Because it's like, this is the epitome. This is like the Are We Human, Are We Dancer could also be called the Makes No Sense at All. <laughs> um, I actually <laughs> got to disagree with you because wow. I didn't do an Are We Whoa. Human or Are We Dancer. Wow. What, you, what you did you do? Know. I knew, you know, they're a rap group. I totally had full confidence that you guys had that part covered. What I wanted to, <laughs> you know, the written word, I was like, sure, whatever. You guys can do it. Uh, not me. <laughs> Couldn't be me, man. Uh, so uh, I said click. <laughs> I said click. <laughs> so in lieu of one, I wanted to do another hip hop adjacent award. So I'm bringing back the Brockhampton Mix and Match Award for the song that does the most aggressive and uh, arguably foul turn of tone. So I have um, Rosa Parks at 224. <laughs>
just such a hard left turn out of nowhere. <laughs> and, you know, I've gone on record saying I'm not a huge harmonica fan. So when I'm, you know, grinding and stuff oh my and, god and getting crunk and it changes i can't i can't get down with that harmonica so can't up there. harmonica well i can make my <laughs> I, I can't make my cheeks clap is the thing not to you know I'm a, I'm a skinny guy you've never twerked a not, dylan dude I was like, not everybody has, it's not about the clap dude <laughs> that whole part it's clapping <laughs> It's harmonica and clapping, and I'm yeah. sorry. Okay, there's, I don't got there the is clapping. You don't have to make it clap. Yeah, <laughs> they have that handle. Wait, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I need this song. I can't listen to it. <laughs> yeah, um, it it is a good song, kind of like there. I mean, like there's the Rosa Parks line, there's the harmonica solo. But I mean, other than that, it's a good song. I mean, that's kind of hard. It's a good song, yeah. It's got enough bad things against it, but I can't say it's a terrible song. Dude, um, they're just that fucking skilled. They're great. Yeah, they can they can even make a weird like honky tonk kind of weird bluesy thing. I was like, that's cool. not honky tonk. I'm gonna yeah, correct not, you right there. That is not honky tonk. Definitely that not. Like... I was Black Betty, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Black. <laughs> I was Black Betty. Hold up, buddy. I feel like that. No, don't do it, please. I feel like who did the cover of that in one of the last awards on one of our shows? What band did the cover of Black Betty that I brought up? Um, um, was it Led Zeppelin or were we making Cold War Kids? Cold no. War Kid, no. <laughs> oh no, Caravan Palace. Dude. I don't think it was Caravan Palace. I'm yeah, oh, actually, did, no, they did, do have a was. Black Betty. Yeah, yeah, it was. Palace, yeah, it came up on my music playlist like while I was working out once, and I was like. Oh God! What the hell is this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Caravan Palace is the workout band, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's it what Ambrosia said. That's what Ambrosia said. That's right. No, but it's like this is second person though. So fun yeah. fact: uh, I was living with Ambrosia when she got into when she was describing when she like figured out like when she like was listening to Caravan Palace. I was like, this is when I lived with you. <laughs> I remember this. Oh. <laughs> she was like, I was stumbling drunk. Yeah, <laughs> I, I told no, that's, a that's a different yeah. story. That's a different story. Leon, do you have an Are We Human or Are We Dancer award? Yeah, I, I mean, I took this on as like unintelligible lyrics. It's like it as like goofy ass lyrics. Like, Are We Human or Are We Dancers? Yes. And uh, I'll call before I come. I yes. <laughs> I think we might have the same one. Oh, no way. Cool. <laughs> oh, goofy. I have two times on this one, but 140 is so good. Yes, it's that one. <laughs> where I'm like, is it a good thing or a bad thing? Was it, are Reeboks that bad? Or are they yeah. like, like, I'm like, like is it 2022 Reeboks or are we talking like, <laughs> the classics? 2000 yeah, Reeboks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was like, what? I was like, yeah, is that a good thing or a bad thing? And at least you're really confused. It's like, okay. All right, let's Big see. Boy gets down, dude. Big boy gets real down. <laughs> Till we give out. Do you take it all or spit it out? Are you faking the funk and living the lie? Do you really know what it feels like to have no control over the D spot? It's like a brand new pair of Reebok or junkie, fresh to detox. You feel the tingling all over like convulsion or the roots of pop. I used to not give a damn, but now I'm making a point just to please you. So you can go back and tell all your little buddies. I so if you like yeah. cut it off at the Reebok line, it's really fucking weird. The next line gives it more content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I also had 240. Uh, What was it? Um, two thirty-seven. When Gangster Boo comes on, hold up. Gangster Boo mm-hmm. rules. I always forget about yes. Gangster Boo. She's amazing. You gotta listen to Gangster Boo. I I should I should have saved that. But Gangster Boo, fuck yeah, number one. Okay. <laughs> what? Yeah, All right. Gangsta I've Boo's never heard. Wild. She's yeah. good. She's real good. Right, let's see. Join the bandwagon, nigga. It's the Gangster Boo party. Everybody 
want to join, come and freak with somebody. Riding Jaguars, riding proud laws, all sports cars, hitting strip bars with the top down bus. Y'all groupie, you need to be glad you even knew me. Do me and tell all my friends you truly blew me. What's the line that you're referencing? I just love the whole like her whole flow on that like the like fuck you group I just love that spot I don't know I just want so to he, he just wanted to shout her out dude. he just wanted to like <laughs> gangsta boo <laughs> dude, all right I so love the little ditties on that one it's so good that dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah it's it's so groovy gangsta boo being the the person that this was to call before he goes over to excuse <laughs> gangsta boo uh, shout out dude that's my award for that one gangsta boo okay. shout out gangsta boo shout out all right so um that makes me last um mine is gonna go to makes no sense at all i mean this is like this low-hanging fruit in my opinion i was, I was <laughs> waiting for somebody to choose it with me but i guess i gotta do it myself fuck that lonely road yeah <laughs> uh, uh. um so here's here's what um andre's saying in this song um abc one two three do re mi out of key out of touch, out of tune, butter knife, teaspoon. <laughs> <laughs> Razzmatazz, thingamajig, whatchamacallit, bullshit. And then, you know, makes no sense at all, makes no sense at all. And he's self-aware, and it's like, just because you're self-aware doesn't mean you get away with writing like an awful <laughs> song. Yeah, that means that you are aware of what you are and you still chose to feed into the. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a really poorly written song, and it's like ah ha ha. This song is called "Makes No Sense at All." Ha, you know, look at me. Um, yeah. I am looking at you, and it looks ugly. <laughs> yeah, it's a whatchamacallit. It's a thingamajig. It's a yeah. shit. Yeah, it's a flop. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, um. Makes no sense at all. A goofy song, dumbass lyrics, but also kind of the epitome <laughs> of like the Arby Human Arby Dancer Award. Mm -hmm. Brandon Flowers probably, you know, took a lot from this. So Christian, okay. Christian rock idol. Brandon yeah. Flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Going to heaven. Brandon on my ground, dude. Killers are Christian rock. They're Christian. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So we are now into Hidden Gems territory. This is your second favorite song, a song you discovered or rediscovered during your listen to this discography. So, um, you know, definitely an, another positive um, award that we give out. Um, Adrian, you want to go first? Sure. Um, mine is a rediscovery and it's Skew It on the Barbie, the first mm. 20 seconds. Ooh, okay. Featuring Raekwon. The chef. The sh yeah, the chef, dude. Denominator, the nigga numerator. Never know who to hate. A niggas cater to your ego. I'm sorry, like Atari, who's the cousin to Coleco. Fish and Puerto Rico, back on the street like Chico. The barge, he large and got a lack in the. Just goes so hard, and I wasn't yeah. expecting it when I was going through. Because I think I, this okay. So choosing all of these awards is really fucking hard. First of all, um, it was the like think one of the nights last night I was like binging all of it, trying to pick everything, and I was just like, oh, oh. Yeah, no, this is it. This is it. Um, 
common theme with my favorite songs and just life in general is like, can I throw ass to it? Can <laughs> I? Same. Is it going to pull me out to a dance floor when I go to the club? Not that I'm out in the club anymore, but like, yeah, th- this is right. It just goes so hard. Club of the mind. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this song is a good example of them, like with their production, it feels like they throw every little, you know, millisecond is filled with something cool that doesn't feel without it feeling like completely like overbearing i like Mm -hmm. stuff that sounds overbearing but with them it just feels like (laughs) really really smooth yet like really jam-packed with everything Mm -hmm. even his like uh uh, 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 yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) there's like some song there's some songs where he's like hell yeah hell yeah like it's just (laughs) so good i don't know it's fucking bomb yeah uh so what is your hidden gem then uh, my hidden gem was a uh, crumbling herb, uh, but uh, <laughs> oh, that's that, that, right. one, that one's really good. But uh, luckily, I had a backup, and it actually features a skippable alumni. Uh, I got synthesizer featuring um, George Clinton, oh, and maybe maybe like with a minute left, I, I don't have a timestamp on that. Okay, one. got you. And your synthesizer man. Hell yeah. It's just that like super hard, like early 2000s, like cruising hip hop, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, I love old guy George Clinton's voice where he's just like, Ooh. yeah. Like, he sounds so good. Dude. Yeah. Nothing but a bone. Yeah. <laughs> Digital good time. Yeah. yeah. I, I know we're, I know we're a George Clinton stan here at a, on, on the show. But yeah. uh, I did find out that he produced uh, a lot of early uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. So, no. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically, we haven't listened to them yet, so we we don't know if they're they're worth it or not. I can't I can't imagine that they are. But I mean, whatever. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Bring them back. Bringing them back down to earth a bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take them off that pedestal, Leon. I like it. We all we all make mistakes sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leave them alone. Leave that acid all yeah. of that. All of the 90s. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. And also synthesizer, just like the lyrical content of that whole song is just like, you know, I think there's that whole line that Andre's like, give me a shot where I can have seven babies. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> talking about getting like plastic surgery and stuff. Like it, it's you know, it's a very like heady, like there's like a reporter midway through the song talking about like you know, updates on, on the world and stuff. It, it's a really goofy, like classic, like, you know, funkadelic type song. Yeah. Super good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, hidden gem for you, Leon, do you have one? My hidden gem is my favorite thing at 313. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did not know this song existed. Hell Yeah. <laughs>
it's like a version of that song uh my favorite things but drum and bass crazy jungle yeah so freaking good yeah um like with headphones on it is like a extremely crazy experience <laughs> yeah that really tight snare just fucking oh man it's so yeah. wild just hear those like pianos like cascading and stuff and like the clarinets and stuff it's it's a really like high energy type song yeah i think it's been the most like hidden gem thing that i've actually had doing any of these shows Whoa. Like, this legit like caught me out of left field like i didn't like <laughs> Like, it, I was it, like, wait, I thought it, like it shuffled for a second and I went back to like look at my phone and I was like, oh no, this is Oh like... no, my Christmas music is playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, is this the only Christmas song I like? Maybe. You don't like Silver Bells? Or Noel, no, I dude? I, 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 I think I could do like five Christmas songs that I really like. There's a couple. Feliz Navidad. Yeah. <laughs> Mamacita, don't they saw Santa Claus? Dude. I saw Mama. The fuck Ma- you trying Ma- to say, dude? What the fuck <laughs> you guys trying to say? <laughs> yeah, no, that, that one was such a good. You, you found your, your first official deep cut, you're saying. Oh, yeah. I, I, I just wasn't expecting, like, I usually I kind of like my, I use my, uh, my uh, hidden gem for like my 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 second bop you know mm-hmm. this one was like legit like i just wasn't expecting this song this was like a hidden one for me like that actual I yeah yeah it's great cool it was blowing my mind with my headphone on and i was like this is fun <laughs> like yeah it just like maybe because it's so different from everything else that it just like threw me off which was very enjoyable okay Hell yeah yeah crazy song um my my song is um off of aquemini this is my uh, my hidden gem the art of storytelling part Ooh, one. one hell yes just the, the the riff is really good um and just the hook it's just like the chorus hook it's just like it's mm-hmm. really nice here we go like that now it's like that now you better go get the hope about your bag now it's about four five cats off here my leg now yeah so good dude like the the riff is good like it's repeated but like it's a groove yeah like the chorus is really good like all like you know like the singing and then like andre with like just like the kind of like delay on the vocal it just makes it like a little bit more interesting yeah you know like just the production side of it i think is is what like keeps this very like engaging and entertaining like because rap, like a lot of it's, you know, like I guess in modern context, like you go into the studio, you kind of like have a bunch of like ad libs, you just kind of throw it all together, you write like 15 songs or something, you know, and I feel like they might have done this too, but like it just feels so intentional a lot of the time that like yeah. I can't imagine that like this was a mistake, that this was like an accident, like this seems like they were like, oh yeah, I, you know, like well, let's put it in like we'll have this tone for the synthesizer. We'll do we'll do this for the drums. Like it's not like they're just kind of like throwing stuff together and making magic by accident. It's like like you said, they're masters and they're like really like crafting something. Yeah, they ain't no slouches. Also, Aquemini, like for me, was by far my favorite album. Like, dude, that shit blew me away. I was mm. so into it. Yeah, it's super good. There's so many hidden gems. There's so many good songs. Mm. Like 
90% of this is like hidden gem top bop material. Like they're so good. We even mentioned like their radio hits, you know, like, and their radio hits are like extremely good, you know, Miss Jackson. Yeah. So good. So, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Super fucking good. That's our hidden gems. Let's go now into the little darker territory. This is the Kurt Cobain repeat offender award. Wait, do we all do hidden gems already? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the uh, Kurt Cobain repeat offender award. This is, uh, goes out to a song that repeats a lyric ad nauseum just too many times. Sometimes it can be in a good way. You know, sometimes for me, most of the time for me, it's in a bad way. Oh yeah. Um, so I, I'd like to go, but just because um, I, I want to apologize first. Um, I'm choosing your hidden gem, Adrian. I'm so sorry. Oh, no. Dang. Um, you're going to okay. use it I'm, like that? I'm going to be shitting on Leon later. It's fine. Okay, good. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Skewed on the Barbie. Um, like you, the first 20 seconds that you played, um, that's the last like minute basically is andre just saying old school plays the new school fools yeah. on the barbie like kangaroos it's like <laughs> he just does that for the last minute and um it's unforgivable <laughs> it's, it's truly unforgivable <laughs> so let's let's give a little sample here we go and put some bees on the leg no day old school players to new school fools chaos keep it jumping like kangaroos but skew it on the barbie we ain't trying to lose so y'all be got damn it they done changed the rules it keeps on going take my word for it it goes on for another like <laughs> 20 seconds is it so inexcusable though? Because I feel like it still is a groove for me by the end of the song. Like I don't get tired of it. Well, he just repeats it from the beginning of the song to the end of the song. Like it's just repeated the entire time. Well, well, I have a choice that gets way more foul uh, in way less amount of time. Okay. And uh, you brought it up earlier, Gio, but I have... Uh, makes no sense at all at 148. Um, you? How in the hell do we get ourselves in these situations? How in the hell do we get ourselves in these situations? How in the hell do we get ourselves in these situations? How in the hell do we get ourselves in these situations? How in the hell do we get ourselves in these situations? How in the hell do we get ourselves in these situations? How in the hell do we get ourselves in these situations? Keeps on yeah. going. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they end up in those situations. It's probably because they get caught up in a loop. They must have been locked in the studio, and they're like, "What do we do? <laughs> how do we kill one the minute?" Stew. Yeah, <laughs> they turn the stew into an escape room. Yeah, <laughs> like wait, they're like write the write the worst, most un- unthoughtful song in your entire career, guys. Go, and they're like, "All right, quick, make Easy. no sense at all." <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Bad, bad ending, bad beginning, weird song on a, on a strange album. But okay, so that's, uh, that's both of ours. What about you, Adrian? Um, so I have two. They are both off of Speaker Box to Love Below. Mm. Um, I have the ending of Happy Valentine's Day. And then 
yeah so just go ahead and play that i think the timestamp is 415 i want to say It's like in school when you were forced to give every single person a Valentine's, just like going down the line, happy Valentine's. Yeah. <laughs> All the like, Mickey yeah. Mouse ones, of just yeah. friends hanging Star out. Star Wars. It's a great episode, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, the second one Next is one. Love and War. Um, for that one, the timestamp is... Love and war. Love in war. Oh, in war. One thirty, maybe. Okay. Because I think that's where it starts saying the line over and over again. It's just that the entire song, right? Or the rest of the song. And there's another two minutes after this. Yeah, it's a three and a half minute song, a little bit over. I mean, there's, you know, we can kind of expect some re- repetition when it comes to like hip hop. Like that's to be expected. But like mm-hmm. this award is kind of for those songs where like you just notice it. You're like, wait a minute, like it's like how long has still, this song been going on? Yeah, still going. Okay, <laughs> I, still am I going. Stuck on repeat. What happened here? Yeah. All right, um, Leon. Um, do you have one? Yeah, dude. Kirby? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Hey Ya. Uh, yeah. At three ten. Mm. Also, because it repeats that. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> sorry. All right, bro. Fuck me. Because <laughs> uh, uh, not only does it repeat that, but they literally still play this shit on the radio like ten times a day. Yeah. So <laughs> you'll hear this song all the time, forever and ever, to the end of the world. <laughs> I was yeah. say, like, looking at you, PJ. <laughs> yeah. My great great grandchildren gonna be like, "Who's Lucy Lou?" <laughs> All right, here we go. Hey, yeah. I mean, hey, yeah, yeah. I, I don't got to say much. Yeah. I think all you have to do is say, hey, yeah. You know what to do. <laughs> hey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I I don't hate that synth line. I don't, you know, like it's a it's a good song. It's a, you, you don't know, have to hate the song for it to be repetitive. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. And that's the point that it's not not a bad song. It's just. It happens to be like the only thing really that he says. Yeah, dude, so get off, get off my case, man. <laughs> <laughs> I turned the homework in. Okay, you're right. You're right. Um, let's get back onto the case of um, the most skippable song. This is a big case. We've been this trying is a to big crack case, this one. and we're about to close it. 
case is almost closed. So um, we are now on to the final award. This is the most skippable song award. Um, a song that we wish that they never went into the studio and recorded. We, you know, hope that they can go back and unrelease the song. And of course, uh, the ones that we choose, where, where are they going? I don't know. I feel like these ATLian songs might do really good on Mars. So we got to punish them. We, we got to send them somewhere else. We've been sending them to hell. I know yeah. it's getting really packed up there. It's packed you in know, hell. I seen the good place. I know. <laughs> but, Spoilers. I don't know. We got to send them to like, where would they hate to go? I mean, um, yeah, they're, they're aliens, right? So do we send them to Area 51? You know, yeah, I, that seems yeah. like a- alien jail. Dude. Yes. Alien jail. Yeah. Yes. We're, these songs are going to a- uh, Area 51 to uh, mine some alien technology somewhere. <laughs> yes. They will be providing, um, you know, expert technology and like anti-gravity and like black matter, anti-matter stuff. Yeah. They're, they're, they're going to be working on 5G Bluetooth for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. The so between Wi-Fi and Bluetooth is all I'm saying. They can rap shit. about it. <laughs> but yeah, um, this like, I, I guess I'll, I'll go first. Go first. Like I, Honestly, even at their worst, I didn't really find myself skipping too much, even at their most repetitive and stuff. I was I've been saying it this whole episode. I was super was into outcast. But if uh, if you're you're uh, putting me in a chokehold and making me choose, I really wasn't really vibing with greatest show on Earth too much. I think I have like 45 seconds in. Yeah, I mean, it's a little too goofy for me, but like I also have never seen the movie, so I don't know what's going on, you know, maybe with a little bit more context, I'd enjoy it. But yeah, I'm skipping. Agreed. It's um, definitely like it didn't make my list, but I wouldn't listen to this ever, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I'm not coming back to listen to the greatest show on earth. For yeah, sure. There's, there's so much other songs you would rather bump mm-hmm. than that. I mean, like, I, I think Adrian, you mentioned it. I don't know if it was on or off pod, but like how this really is like a weird album of theirs. Like, I don't know if it's technically Idlewild? is or not. Yeah. Idlewild. Um, so it is attached to like the movie. Right. So it's not technically like considered like a studio album. Um, I didn't listen to any of it for, for today. <laughs> Good. Um, so. But yeah, definitely yeah. like their least talked about album. Yeah, album. it's yeah, it's it's weird. Um, like there's a couple songs that are pretty good, but like I don't know, it's kind of cheesy and like kind of campy and very throwback. It's you know what it is. It's like the so the movie itself is very like theatrical in and of itself. Um, so it's definitely like listening. Like, if you don't know what the movie is, it's like listening to musical theater when it's like not musical theater. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just like, <laughs> is this, what am I, what so it's, it's something out of context? Something that's bad, just done worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And, and you know, Andre was like <laughs> so ready in the stew to be like, step right up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Oh, his jam. He was flourishing. Yeah. His dream, dude. Yeah. I just want to be a jazz pianist from the 30s. Like, <laughs> he wanted to be a 60s band. So they gave yeah. him, hey, uh. yeah. <laughs> I say, like, you should watch everything once, right? Um, yeah. So I definitely suggest watching, watching it, re listening to it, and then forming an opinion another opinion i i think we should watch it i think we should eventually watch it um because i i don't think have you seen it leon no have you you haven't seen it josh no i've never seen it yeah we should definitely watch this movie definitely we'll, we'll let you we'll let you know we'll have like a watch party adrian hell yeah um but okay so josh went uh leon what is your most skippable outcast song uh my most skippable outcast song is knowing at 151 please even though things started falling apart, wonder when they bought a hundred. Now she's out of a job. She would slob on a knob for a little less than a yard. A massage, you could drill her like a saw. She would charge and rob. Pick through your pocket. She got the trick swatch and the silver locket that he bought for his wife. But wanna left her lights and on the nightstand. Fucking with this white man. She met in a little record vet. Pay for sex, made a deal that she will never. Yeah, I, I I didn't double check, but I'm pretty sure it's Pharrell, and I don't like Pharrell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not Pharrell. <laughs> I, looked it really, <laughs> I really thought I should look that up. <laughs> yeah. say, I, that's a that's a good song. I, that's, that sounded cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like, not too bad. He's in that song, isn't he? He's not listed. <laughs> He's not listed for sure, but I think he is. <laughs> okay, for sure. His his Pharrell <laughs> radar sure. is is going okay. off, dude. Uh, Pharrell guy. Oh no, it's not like Pharrell. I I I remember that being a note. <laughs> I should have looked back on my notes because I was like, I gotta go back to this. You're like, I hate this song. About the falsetto bit. Yeah. I think that's just Andre. <laughs> Pretty sure it's Pharrell. It shows <laughs> it on here. It shows I'll it. I'll find it. I'll find it. All right. Well, I mean, so. I mean, I heard I heard a good song, but if you heard a, a you know Pharrell and you call it a bad song, that's your opinion, bro. I, I don't play like Pharrell. Dude. I love it's you. Just, you know, <laughs> did it just remind you of Pharrell and you wanted to give a quick shout <laughs> you out? Saw like, red, you saw know, red, dude. Put down. You know Pharrell. who does a good falsetto? <laughs> just you know what it really is is that song "Happy." Every time I hear his voice, I definitely <laughs> just pops in my head. Yeah, that's, and that's yeah. That, that that had that feeling to me, and I was like, no, no. <laughs> so no, you're skipping knowing. because Andre yeah. 3000 sounds like Pharrell. Yeah, that that uh, is I mean, Andre is it Andre? So it's just Andre doing a falsetto, <laughs> which isn't the first time he's done one for Whatever. sure. I fucked up. Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I would never. <laughs> All right, um, I'll, I'll go next. So um, my. <laughs> <laughs> My most Anyways. skippable, yeah. Let's <laughs> go and just uh, brush that one under the rug. Um, you know, like the last, you know, like my top op, my hidden gem. They're all kind of like chorus, like hook based. Um, so, like that's kind of where I land on a lot of songs. Like what I like about them, what I dislike about them. So I chose a song that I just really disliked, like the main hook, um, "Et Extraterrestrial." Um, the out of this world like <laughs> that shit bugged me like i got 
I got upset after like the third time I listened to this. I was like, oh God, dude. Oh, you alien. Here we go. This time, niggas around my way can rhyme. So fuck that country shit. We done a bunch of shit. And yes, you heard of this. Out of this world like E.T. Coming across your TV. Extra terrestrial. Straight from ATL. You know what I'm saying? No drums, like nothing ever <laughs> drops, you know? It's just that, the entire song. You know, the first one, I was like, this isn't that bad of an offense. But after the second one, I was just like, okay, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. And it's like the, that's like the main, like, thing other than, like, when they're rapping to, like, you know, like esoteric type of, like, background music. It's, I don't know, like, it's a, it's an experimental rap song. I'm sure, like, the Earl Sweatshirt heads are, like, eating this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, not me. Not, not into it. All right. So, um, that's, um, all of ours. Adrian, what is your most skippable song? Uh, Mine is the entire last half of The Love Below minus Life of Benjamin. Damn. Oh. That's like that's like 70 songs. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I had to choose a specific song, it actually is my favorite things. I just hate oh, that no. song to begin with. Oh, no. So like any covers, I'm like instantly the headphones off next. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, do, do you want me to play that for you? I mean, you don't have to replay it. We played it earlier. I, I want to <laughs> hear it. I want to hear it. All right, just I'll just play random one time. time. It's so like up tempo, like it's like it just makes you feel like tense. Like I the like first forty five seconds, yeah. I was like, I could get down with this, like these percussions, and then the fucking clarinet comes in, and I'm just like, uh. oh, it's that <laughs> song. It's just the fact that it's like a reworking of that song. Yeah, I don't even like the Ariana Grande version. Either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, I I get that. It's a cover, so it's like. It's annoying that they're doing a cover, but um, Leon surprisingly has like a, a soft spot for like those types of songs, right? Like, mm -hmm. like I forget, like, like who? <laughs> like he's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, don't talk like, did, didn't like Britney do like a cover that you really <laughs> liked? Oh yeah, Britney did uh, that share cover, dude. That was sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you don't you don't like the uh, uh, <laughs> the tide is high cover though? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, yeah. <laughs> we don't talk okay, about that. Yeah. One. So those are all of our skippable songs. Um, I mean, Dude, I, this is a tough one. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's definitely um, some that I think I think are contested. Like, I like Leon's. Leon likes Adrian's. You know, um, I agree with you, Josh. Like, yours for sure. Not, that's going to Area Fifty One. 
But um, you know what? I, I feel like on the way, like when they're in the the army Hummer taking these songs to Area 51, <laughs> I feel like I'm just going to have a change in my gut and I'm going to have to bust a rescue mission, dude. Say, I, yeah. I, I can't even send them there in good conscience, dude. They don't deserve it. I got to send the ET there. I mean, that's <laughs> literally where they're going to be, you know, fed the most nutritious diet. I mean, you can't imagine that American food is good for aliens. <laughs> well, maybe I'll wait until they're there and I'll sneak them out. Like yeah. their bed sheets out the window. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bunch of chicken tendies, dude. Yeah. <laughs> sneak them that bag of hundred piece chicken nuggets from McDonald's. I'm going to Naruto my way right yeah. through the gates, you know. Up straight up the wall. Break them out, dude. <laughs> uh all right so um that is all of our awards now we go um to the final question well i guess what do we have a a pro tip no no pro tip this time honestly (laughs) the music was too good yeah they're they're pros in themselves nothing that sounds like this it's outcast is outcast nothing sounds like it anybody that's gonna try to sound like this is gonna be compared to outcast i don't know there's nothing like it yeah, it's, it's his voice. Weird, it's, it's an everything. odd combination of a duo, honestly. Like, it's weird that they were friends and like they made this music together to <laughs> begin with because it feels kind of mismatch, mismatch in the way at the end of it. It's like two different flows and two different styles, but it's like really good. Yeah, like early stuff's really good. Uh, yeah, just solid. I can't compare the same thing. Like, I guess I can compare some southern rap stuff to the early stuff, but you're just gonna be like. It's different apples. Yeah, but even outcasts. then, it's like they're they're cousins or they're like <laughs> yeah. contemporaries of each other. Yeah. These are legit aliens, dude. Nothing sounds like Outcast. Yeah, and I mean, again, like even the early stuff, you can hear where they would go eventually. You know, the crumbling mm-hmm. herb and all of that stuff. But um, I mean, which, like, w- yeah, which I think could definitely be on speaker box. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Dude. I think it definitely could be on speaker box. Thank you. <laughs> Damn, swayed over. And, uh, and, and, and Pharrell is not on that track. <laughs> Thanks. Up. Thanks, Leon. <laughs> Thank you, Leon. I was waiting for you. I just had to like see it for myself. <laughs> Are you on discogs? Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. We do encourage. Yeah. I don't see professional in front of you guys' names. Yeah. Stick the pink Floyd, not yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, I definitely heard uh, Pink Floyd, dude. Maybe not for real. I'll find it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I mean, I guess if I'm like, um, like one of their big influence clearly is Funkadelic, and I guess that's like pre. That's like seventies alien type of like insane totally. music. You know, it's not. It's not Outcast, but like their influences inspiredly. I mean, yeah. I I heard like Funkadelic all over stankonia like mm-hmm. i like their influence is so apparent and like i love them for it like there's you know like not enough people are like just being like hey like we love funkadelic and we're gonna sound like inspired by them like a lot of the synth leads a lot of that shit is just like right out of like their like songbook which is like great because like like you said like they're the new type of aliens like when funkadelic would come down on like a spaceship on their like you know concerts and stuff <laughs> Like that was like a big showy kind of thing, and they dress like insane and stuff, you know. And like Andre, like is definitely following in that footstep, and like, and but they got the cosine, you know. Like they're not yeah. doing it like in a way that's like stealing. Like they're like you know like just kind of following in the lineage of it, which is really cool. Yeah, they uh, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, they are not. 
Yes. Is all I'll say, dude. Yes. Um, okay, so then I guess the question for all of us is, is Outcast as a whole, their entire discography, is it skippable? This is so unskippable. No, yeah. no way. No way. No. Hold on to it. Clutch it. Yeah. This is like essential reading in the curriculum of hip hop. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I didn't it's even realize good. it until we ha- we did this. You know, like <laughs> I, mean, I was going to say I'll, something, but I, I it's gone. I had lost it. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit that I'm still like learning the uh, the essential history of hip hop because I was a late bloomer. But man, <laughs> as soon as I like, as soon as I started digging into this, I was like, "Oh shit, this is like not just for the podcast." Like, there's so many of these tracks I'm going to listen to from here on out. You know, Art of Storytelling, part one. Yeah. Dude, I freaking love that song, but so great. Unskippable. Unskippable. They're like God tier band. The collaboration between these two guys. We didn't even mention Outcast's like just sheer love of Kate Bush before (laughs) Kate Bush like was like revamped, you know? Like he was like really on the early Kate Bush hype train. Which is like that's he's a pioneer just in, in in that aspect too, you know. Like that's awesome. Um, their influences are great. They're influential in like just like they're like Leon was saying. Like there's so many people that sound like them, or that are attempting to sound like them. Um, yeah. yeah, they're so fucking good. Like thank you so much, Adrian, for yeah, bringing them you, to Adrian. us. You're welcome. Super cool. Um, so okay, we did we did all of that. Um, just to say they're unskippable, um, <laughs> go, go out and fucking find, you know, any vinyl you can, you know, snatch it up. Yeah. Call, call into, uh, your local radio station. The next time they play, Hey, ya and say, Hey, Hey, ya, there's more to play. <laughs> hey, ya, play a please. Not just that song. <laughs> <laughs> just play the whole album right now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jack FM, please play, uh, <laughs> Yeah, this is what you want to play. Stankonia, dude. Hey Siri, please play a dire. Yeah, tell yeah. tell yeah. Siri. <laughs> Alexa, <laughs> Google. <laughs> um, they're, they're listening anyway. Yeah. Meanwhile, while you're um, telling all these people that, why don't you um, tell them where can they find you, Adrian? Where where can our uh, listeners find you, your art, and when what what can they do to uh, to follow you and that kind of thing? Uh, I am Adska pretty much everywhere. So that's A-D-Z-C-A, except for Twitter. I have an old, (laughs) an old handle. It's Activistadska because I was in my little uh, activist phase like five years ago when I joined Twitter. So I was just like, that's, that works. That was my whole personality. (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, Instagram, I'm on TikTok. Twitter, I have a website, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's it's in construction right now. Hell yeah! Um, well, everybody, find you know. Oh, find- and I guess also on Goblins and Garages. That's right. We're, we're oh, co-hosting yeah. that. What's that? That's right. Yeah, what What's is that? that? I, I don't get it. What, what are our listeners? <laughs> what is what that? Are you what about? is Goblins and Garages? Yeah, what is that? Huh? Great question. Uh, yeah, I, Gio and I are two of six or seven. I can't. Something like that. Seven, I think. I'm going to say seven, seven just in case I'm missing somebody. <laughs> uh, we have a actual play Dungeons and Dragons uh, podcast, which is available on all listening platforms, I believe. 
that's hey, right hey, hey you didn't pay us for that ad yeah <laughs> you didn't pay me to be here so. yeah <laughs> well yeah thank Shit, you so much I'll for paid yeah <laughs> thanks for so much for coming on adrian super good to have you great uh pick for the the band that you chose um yeah thanks again and uh to the world out there don't let it skip you by bye 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 bye